First in the morning, SAFM Sunrise with Stephen Grutis. Good morning. Uh, good to have you with us this morning. You know the number, of course, 086-000-2032. Several cabinet ministers from Zimbabwe are due to be here in the country next week for a gala dinner at the Hilton Hotel in Santon. As I understand it, since the event to drum up investment, encourage investment in Zimbabwe, of course, Zimbabwe is holding elections next month. Conrad Mwanza is the organiser of the Zimbabwe Economic Prospects event. Conrad, good morning. Hey, good morning, Steve, and to all your listeners. Why are these ministers coming? What do you want from the event? Look, um, the ministers are coming to uh, perhaps discuss and, and tell the potential investors about the opportunities um, that lie in Zimbabwe. Um, Stephen, as you know, perhaps if I'm being proactive, as you know that the, the the problem with Zimbabwe is usually the narrative. You know, we've got, uh, and it's a perception issue. So it's always, if you if you're to search on things on Zimbabwe, it's always negative. On Twitter, it's negative. So the the ministers are coming to unpack the real uh, investment opportunities that are on the ground. Why should people invest in Zimbabwe? What does it have to offer? Look, um, a lot of a lot of opportunities. I mean, if you look at the agricultural sector, uh, there's been a lot of progress in the last few years. We've, we have seen a lot of young uh, commercial farmers. We've seen a lot of tobacco farmers. So that sector is really done well. But if you look at at uh, Zimbabwe's got, you know, look at the mineral side in the mining sector, so many opportunities in the gold uh, gold side. The lithium is is actually uh, one of the uh, best deposits in the world. So various uh, minerals that are found in Zimbabwe. So the mining sector is also quite good. If you look at construction, um, uh, road construction, if you look at just construction generally, property development. So uh, it is a growing economy. It is, uh, uh, there are things that are happening on the ground and the ministers are coming to unpack and, and sort of like give a, a, better, a better outcome and narrative of what's happening on the ground. If you invest money in, I don't know, a mine in Zimbabwe, say, is it safe there? Are you going to be able to run your business uninterrupted? You'll get your money back? Yes. So what has happened, there's quite a lot of businesses, uh, as you know, Stephen, uh, both from uh, South Africa and the continent and the, and the world, that are actually making a profit, that have been uh, operating in Zimbabwe, the Anglo-American, the Caledonian. You know, there's quite a lot of business, the retail sector that are actually uh, uh, doing business in Zimbabwe and doing quite well. So it's, it's I always tell uh, business people that come in and do everything above board. Uh, you will be able to turn a profit and, and able to, to get your money when you invest in Zimbabwe. There's quite a lot of uh, uh, examples that you can see as long as, you know, I always encourage that do everything above board, do everything on paper and, and you will get your profit. Yes. Uh, do you have to run your business with a ZANU-PF politician? Uh, no, not no, and this is something that I, I I I encourage business people do everything. Don't you don't have to associate yourself with politics um, when you do business in Zimbabwe. Do everything above board. Register your company. Do apply for your licenses. Uh, invest your money. Do everything uh, uh, and follow all the processes in the country and follow all the laws in the country. You do not have to be associated with anybody. Okay, so so all of the all, all, you can run in a business and have absolutely nothing to do with politics. You don't need to have an agreement with them. You don't need to be involved with them. That's not how it works. 
No, that's not how it works. You don't have to do that. And I encourage that as well, um, that you don't have to do that. And the ministers are coming to us to say the same thing, unpack it. it. You know, politics change and things change, so it's always best if you, uh, any country that you go and invest in, whether in South Africa or anywhere else, do everything, follow the laws of the country, do everything above board, you'll be safe. Come uh, 10 years from now, as long as you've done your things accordingly, you'll be okay. Mm-hmm. Uh but, so, you know, if you tend to then associate with politicians, you, you might, you know, things change. Do you know who Zunaid Moti is? Uh, yes, of course, I know Mr. Moti. I think he does uh, business in Zimbabwe, yes. Yeah, he has, he has big operations in Zimbabwe. He has an agreement there where if there's a dispute, the president himself, Emerson Mangagwa, is the person he negotiates with. And we know this because Zunaid Moti told us on SAFM Sunrise uh, two months ago, and he said to us, that's how business works in Zimbabwe. Zunaid Moti is a person who currently is invested in Zimbabwe. He tells us that's how it works in Zimbabwe. Is he lying to us or are you lying to us? No, no. There's, um, I, I wouldn't say there's no truth. But what, what, what I can tell you... So, so, that, so you wouldn't say there's no truth to it. So, so no, no, which no. part is there no truth to? <laughs> no, what I mean by that, what I mean by that is, um, as you know, in different countries, he he might have made a, a courtesy call to the president because of the of the. Didn't have a courtesy call. He sent some letters. He called him uncle. That's how close their relationship is. Yeah, they, they might have a relationship, but I don't think it's all dependent on the president. He is investing in Zimbabwe as an investor. Maybe he's investing a certain amount. He will make a courtesy call to the president, but I don't think you need to uh, to involve the president to, to invest in Zimbabwe. No, I don't think you need to do that. He might have done a, a courtesy call. Many investors around the world would do that. If you are investing a huge amount of money, you pay a courtesy call to the president. Same thing might happen in South Africa. It might happen in the UK. It might happen in the US if you've got large amounts of of, but, of investment, you but, would but, do a currency call, um, but not necessarily that you need to uh, uh, be associated. But the, the, Conrad, the point Conrad, is, Conrad, <laughs> I'm not aware of any business agreement in South Africa that says if there's some sort of dispute, you go directly between the CEO and the president and there'll be a negotiation. But that's what's happened in Zimbabwe. And we all know that's actually how it works. You can, that, that not, This is all about ZANU-PF. And we all know not, that. I mean, don't lie to us, Conrad. No, no, not at all, Stephen. Like I said to you, you will have uh, people who are investing in South Africa who might still do a courtesy call to the president. But remember, this is hearsay. But they don't. I don't no, it's not hearsay. We've seen the letters. Come on, Conrad. No, you, you don't. You don't need. If if you if okay, if you, there are any business people listening to your radio station, you do not need to be associated to the president to invest in Zimbabwe and make a profit in Zimbabwe. Go into the country, do everything above board, follow the laws. You do not need to have an agreement okay. with the president. So, the so, president, so, so, so Zimbabwe is a free country? Yes, Zimbabwe is a free country, very peaceful. And I also encourage your listeners to go and, and pay a visit. From a tourist side, there's a lot of tourist opportunities and get exposed and see the things yourself. You know. Then, then you, why do the police keep beating up opposition members? Why do you keep blocking opposition members? Why is a journalist jailed for a tweet? Is that a free country? No, look, um, uh, Stephen, what happens is that there are laws that are governed in the country. I cannot comment uh, from a political perspective, but what I know is that there are laws in Zimbabwe, there are courts in Zimbabwe, and and I, I believe that we need to let law take its course. I cannot comment from a political perspective, but what I can comment on is that there are so many opportunities look. in Zimbabwe that you can imagine, and, if we, and, and I encourage people not to follow the narrative, to take on a flight, 90 minutes, go and see it on yourself on the ground. 
Anything okay. else is it's, yes. So it's a narrative, right? So it's so what it's not it's true. It's then it's why are the, then why are so many Zimbabweans living here? No, look, uh, immigration, uh, Stephen, has been uh, done for centuries and centuries of years. Oh, Conrad, uh, come on. They're so, here because there's no food in Zimbabwe. They're here so, because so, the economy in Zimbabwe is controlled by the politicians. Conrad, you, you can say what you like to me, but please do not lie to my audience. So, Stephen, let me, let me say to you, I'm saying to you, I, I do not dispute that there are challenges in Zimbabwe, but the government is making effort. Uh, as you can see, with some of the things that I've, I've done, you look at the bike bridge, you look at the, the road upgrade, you look at the airport, you look at the so government is making effort to improve people's lives. There are challenges, yes, just like in South Africa, like anywhere else, with the global uh, uh, climate uh, economic change. But they are making effort towards improving the economy. And that's what's happening. And that's what the ministers so, are coming to, 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 to give those people. Yes, the, 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 the perception might be there. I encourage people to go to Zimbabwe. You keep, you keep talking about the perception and the narrative, Conrad. The fact is yes. that people are voting with their feet. They live in Zimbabwe, they're Zimbabwean, they're voting with their feet, and they're coming here because they see it as a better place, and then they don't return to Zimbabwe. What does that tell no, us about Zimbabwe? Yeah, you see, Stephen, let me tell you something. You'll be surprised that even the net migration into South Africa, the Europe, there's a lot of Europeans that are in South Africa. It does not mean that they're also voting with their feet, but the people generally look for better prospects, except if you're saying there are no uh, English people that are coming to South Africa, there are no Germans, there are no Chinese. It's really not comparable. Come on, Conrad. It's not comparable. It's quite I mean, look, if, if, if you look at immigration out of the UK into Africa, you'd be surprised the number are strong. Loads of people are coming into Africa. But all I'm saying is, yes, there are challenges, like anywhere else, there are challenges in South Africa, there are challenges in, in the continent, there are challenges in the UK. And, and Zimbabwe is no exception. And yes, there are economic challenges, but the government is making effort and there are opportunities. And this is why we are saying to South Africans and South African business people, go and see for yourself. Go and look for the opportunities because there are companies that are making money. There are companies that are doing well. As long as you do things above board, you will make a profit. That's, all, that's the message that we are, we, are, we are putting across. We're not, I'm not saying there are no challenges. There are, but government is making effort to change that. Conrad Mwanza, thank you, the organiser of the Zimbabwe Economic Prospects event.